0: This is the first law and uh, the the heading is very interesting, the man who didn't look right. Let us read. The psychologist Gary Klein once told me a story about a woman who attended a family gathering. She had spent years working as a paramedic and upon arriving at the event, took one look at her father-in-law and got very concerned. I don't like the way you look, she said. Her father-in-law, who was feeling perfectly fine, jokingly replied, Well, I don't like your looks either. (laughs) No, she insisted. You need to go to the hospital now. A few hours later, the man was undergoing life-saving surgery after an examination had revealed that he had a blockage to a major artery and was at immediate risk of a heart attack. Without his daughter-in-law's intuition, he could have died. What did the paramedic see? How did she predict his impeding heart attack? When major arteries are obstructed, the body focuses on sending blood to critical organs and away from peripheral locations near the surface of the skin. The result is a change in the pattern of distribution of blood in the face. After many years of working with people with heart failure, the women had unknowingly developed the ability to recognize this pattern on sight. She couldn't explain what it was that she noticed in her father-in-law's face but she knew something was wrong. Similar stories exist in other fields. For example, military analysts can identify which blip on a radar screen is an enemy missile and which one is a plane from their own fleet even though they are traveling at the same speed flying at the same altitude and look identical on radar on nearly every aspect. During the Gulf War, Lieutenant and Commander Michael Riley saved an entire battleship when he ordered a missile shot-down, despite the fact that it looked exactly like the battleship's own planes on radar. He made the right call, but even his superior officers couldn't explain how he did it. Museum creators have been known to discern the differences between an authentic piece of art and an expertly produced counterfeit even though they can't tell you precisely which details tip them off. Experienced radiologists can look at a brain scan and predict the area where a stroke will develop before any obvious signs are visible to the untrained eye. Even heard of hairdressers noticing whether a client is pregnant based only on the feel of her hair. The human brain is a (laughs) predictionist. It is continuously taking in your surroundings and analyzing the information it comes across. Whether you experience something repeatedly, like a paramedic seeing the face of a heart attack patient or a military analyst seeing a missile on a radar screen. Your brain begins noticing what is important, sorting through the details and highlighting the relevant cues and cataloging the information for future use. We underestimate how much our brains and bodies can do without thinking. You do not tell your hair to grow, your heart to pump, your lungs to breathe, or your stomach to digest and yet your body handles all this and more on autopilot. You are much more than conscious. Consider hunger. How do you know when you are hungry? You don't necessarily have to see a cookie on the counter to realize that it is time to eat. Appetite and hunger are governed non-consciously. Your body has a variety of feedback loops. And gradually alert when it is time to eat again and that track what is going on around you and within you. This is one of the most surprising insights about our habits. You don't need to be aware of the cue for a habit to begin. You can notice an opportunity and take action without dedicating conscious attention to it. This is what makes habits useful. It is also makes them dangerous, as habits form, your actions come under the direction of your automatic and unconscious mind. You fall into old patterns before you realize what is happening. Unless someone points it out, you may not notice that you cover your mouth with your hand wherever, whenever you laugh, that you apologize before asking a question, or that you have a habit of finishing other people's sentences and the more you repeat these patterns the less likely you become to question what you are doing and why you are doing it the habits the japanese railway system is regarded as one of the best in the world if you ever find yourself riding a train in tokyo you will notice that the conductors have a particular habit at each operator runs the train, they proceed through a ritual of pointing at different objects and calling out commands. When the train approaches a signal, the operator will point at it and say signal it green. As the train pulls into and out of each station, the operator will point at the speedometer and call out the exact speed. When it is time to leave, the operator will point at the timetable and state the time. Out on the platform, other employees are performing similar actions. Before each train departs, staff members will point along the edge of the platform and declare, All clear, every detail is identified, pointed at, and named aloud. This process, known as pointing and calling, is a safety system designed to reduce mistakes. It seems silly, but it works incredibly well. The MTA subway station in New York City adopted a modified version of this point only and within two years of implementation, incidence of incorrect birth subways fell by 57%. Pointing and calling is so effective because it raises the level of awareness from a non-conscious habit to a more conscious level. One of our greatest challenges in challenging habit is maintaining awareness and what we are actually doing. This helps why the consequences of bad habits can sneak up on us. We need a point and call system for our uh, personal lives. That, that is the origin of the habits scorecard, which is a simple exercise you can use to become more aware of your behavior. To create your own, make a list of your daily habits. Here is a sample of where your list might start. Wake up, brush your teeth, turn off alarm, take my phone, go to the bathroom, weigh myself, flush my teeth, put on de- deodorant, hang up towel to dry, get dressed, get dressed, make up, make a cup of tea, and so on. Scoring your habits can be a bit more complex for another reason as well. The habits The labels, good habit and bad habit are slightly inaccurate. There are no good habits or bad habits. There are only effective habits. That is, effective of solving problems. If you are still having trouble determining how to rate a particular habit, here is a question I like to use. Does this behavior help me become the type of person I wish to be? Does this habit cast a vote for or against my desired identity? Habits and reinforces that reinforce your desired identity are usually good. Habits that conflict with your desired identity are usually bad. As you create your habits scorecard, there is no need to change anything at first. If you eat a chocolate bar every morning, acknowledge it. Almost as if you were watching someone else. Oh, how interesting that They would do such a thing if you binge it, simply notice and you are eating more calories than you should. If you waste time online, notice that you are spending your life in a way that you do not want. The process of behavior change always starts with awareness. Strategies like pointing and calling and the habit scorecard are focused on getting you to, to reorganize your habits and acknowledge the cues that trigger them, which makes it possible to respond in a way that befits you. So the summary of this chapter is, with enough practice your brain will pick up on the cues that predict certain outcomes without consciously thinking about it. Once our habits become automatic, we stop paying attention to what we are doing. The process of behaviour change always starts with awareness. You need to be aware of your habits before you can change them. Pointing and calling raises your level of awareness from a non-conscious habit to a more conscious level by verbalizing your actions. The habit scorecard is a simple exercise you can use to become more aware of your behavior. So that uh, completes our uh, chapter 4. Thank you for watching.